This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Larry B. and uh, Danny G. up until uh, 8 o'clock this evening. Two-hour show, thank goodness. Uh, last couple. And just to let you know, next week we'll be on Monday and Tuesday hour each time as ushering it in for uh, both the Panthers and the Heat. Uh, but uh, we'll be on. I have some good guests. And uh, speaking about good guests, we kick things off with somebody we've known for a long, long time, um, hard worker, uh, somebody who knows the, the sport of football. And uh, now he's with Gators Online covering the University of Florida. Um, and he's uh, just doing a tremendous job. Keith Niebuhr is kind enough to join us. Keith, thanks so much for taking the time on this beautiful Tuesday. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Before we get going, I just want to say nobody's been more helpful to me the last 20 years than Larry, and I could never begin to thank him enough. So I just want to put that out there. I love the guy, and uh, it's an honor to be here talking to you guys because of him. Well, I appreciate that, Keith. Uh, you're in right in the middle of a, uh, you know, yeah. kind of a storm, especially at the University of Florida where – uh, the NIL deals, the, the transfer portal, the summer camps. Um, talk about that because, uh, you know, they, a lot of the fans weren't elated how things ended last year. Uh, they didn't do uh, – they haven't played very well uh, over the last couple of years. And uh, I know that uh, they, they figured that what they have on board now coaching-wise is, is going to be the answer. You're closer to the situation. What, do you, what have you seen so far during the spring yeah, and up yeah. to now? Yeah, you know, the problem there is, and, and look, Miami fans have seen it and Florida State fans have seen it too. Once you dig yourself in a hole, boy, it's awfully hard to get out of that thing, right? It takes some time and you got to be patient. And, and fans don't have patience. Administrators don't have patience. Shoot, the coaches themselves don't have patience. But sometimes that's what it takes. They have to start from the ground up. And recruiting-wise at the high school level, I think University of Florida is doing fine, doing, doing better than fine. Uh, now, fans would have liked to seen them a little bit more active in the transfer portal this offseason. But, you know, for what they needed, there weren't too many options, quite frankly. You would have liked to seen right. them uh, maybe get another quarterback. But, gosh, there weren't that many. And the one that, you know, they maybe would have had a chance with, them in Auburn, the school I used to cover, was Grayson McCall of Coastal Carolina. But right. the academic situation there just didn't work out. And so, you know, there just weren't too many guys. So you go out and you get the best guy you think you can get and that ended up being Graham Mertz from Wisconsin. Now, again, not a superstar, not a star, serviceable quarterback. They're going to need him they're going to need him to play. They're going to need him to catch lightning in a bottle to win more than probably right. 8 games. But if he's serviceable, if he's a decent game manager in the offensive line blocks, well, you feel like you've got the running game. You feel like you've got some young unproven by the way, but some young talented receivers. You feel like you should be better on defense. And then Larry, we're about to find out how do you quantify culture? Because coaches nationwide always tell us. They're always telling us how important culture is. Well, bad culture can ruin a program. We know that. But can good culture result in more wins? That we don't know. It's more easily uh, it's more easy to measure bad culture, quite frankly. Right. Uh, now, if they say, oh, good culture in Alabama wins them a lot of games. Well, yeah, so does 87 first-round draft picks too, right? So it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, how are we going to measure this thing? So I feel like they're heading in the right direction. Sometimes it doesn't always show on the field. It's a young team. 
Uh, they're not where they need to be at, at the quarterback position and probably offensive line. That's troublesome. That's uh, pr- potentially yeah. problematic. The schedule's not favorable. It never is in the SEC, right? So if you're, Flor- if you're a Florida fan, you just want to see some progress. You want to see a, a program headed in the right direction, making you feel better about next year because then you get the five-star quarterback, D.J. Lagway, coming in now. You, know, you don't expect him to win the Heisman Trophy in year one, but can he be a guy that can contribute? Sure. Uh, you know, what's the trajectory of the program? Right. That that's right. The, that's what you need to see. But, you know, when you're at a program like Florida or Miami or FSU, you're so used to winning that it's so awfully hard to sometimes see that path going up when you're winning five, six, seven games. It's hard to see it. Right. It really is right. because you're so used to the success of the past. You know what I mean? You're right. And you make a good point. OK, because I think that that's what they're going to see in, in Miami this year. It's not about the wins and losses, but it's going to be about what they're going to do and how they're going to build and, and look for 2024 as that, uh, you know, as that mark. Because as you mentioned, I mean, this is a this is a crazy schedule they have, beginning with Utah, a team that they beat last year and they upset last year. Uh, a really, really crazy schedule. Um do you think it's going to be, and I know that it's going to be tough to tell a fan base like Florida, you know, like, well, if we go 7-5 and five or this and that, they're going to go berserk. But the reality yeah, yeah. is I think that the, the, the caveat to all this is what they've got building for the future. Yeah. Now, so you look back to the Dan Mullen era and you say, when did it go wrong? And it was probably, when did it start to go wrong? It probably wasn't any loss the season he got fired. Uh, Larry, I think it was the loss in that bowl game to Oklahoma where he came out and said afterwards, well, you know, we didn't really put much into this game and people were spending hundreds of dollars to go to this game. And and then to find out afterwards, you know, hey, we didn't really try that hard. That was kind of the feeling people got. They didn't want to hear that, right? So you look back to last year in Florida, six and six, first year, you know, you lost to Vanderbilt. That's never, never a great thing. But it was the bowl game. It was that bowl game, Larry, an embarrassing loss to Oregon State and the fan base. And mm-hmm. I wasn't covering Florida yet, but I knew. I followed it. I knew how they were going to react, and that's exactly how they reacted. Why wasn't my team more competitive? In fact, I heard one of the national talking heads last week. I was in, saw them in person, and that was one of the things they were saying. Like They felt like the program was heading in the right direction, but my God, what happened in that bowl game? Why weren't they competitive against Oregon State? So that is a concern, right? That's a concern, but uh, you're, you know, is there fight in this team? It doesn't matter where you start. If at the end of the season they're showing fight and promise. You know, Larry, in 1979, you, know, you and I are old dudes. Remember Florida didn't win a game that year? And, hey, by yeah. the way, Miami wasn't so hot either then, okay? No, and, no, uh, no, no. Didn't they? I think Miami lost to Florida A&M that year, uh, you know, in Yeah, in okay. Well, the fans down here don't want to hear that, so. <laughs> well, but the point is, the point is, Florida showed promise at the end of a horrible year. They nearly beat an unbeaten Florida State team at home. So looking back, you could see the groundwork being laid for what was to come in 1980, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85. Okay. So you could see that coming. Right. And yeah, you you know, you saw shades of it with Miami before 1983 in 80, 81 and 82 as well. You could see it going up. Right. And so that's what they want to see. But if it's the end of the season and your team's kind of rolling over and playing dead, that's an indictment against the staff at at the end of the day. So they want to see, they want to see young guys taking strong roles, so you can be excited about the future. And they want to see a team finish strong during the season, show real promise. And you say, okay, hey, my program has something on which to build, okay? Because the recruiting is pretty strong, right? And the other question, Larry, is if you do struggle on the field, 
how does that impact the recruiting class? Probably right. not as much as it used to because of NIL, right? You can still kind of hold things together. And then also kids want to play day one. So, you know, coaches have to be like car salesmen. If you're winning big and it's hard to get on the field, you figure out a way to sell that. And if you're losing, you say, well, look, you're going to play. So, you know, they know how to no, kind no. of sell every situation. But, uh, but the fans want to see, are we headed? We as whatever program you're at, is my program headed in the right direction? You know, um, and uh, they're going to have to probably be a little patient, quite frankly. I mean, the FSU fans were patient, and it paid off last year. Right? Yeah, so yeah. maybe that's the model you need to go. I mean, you keep recycling coaches every – or, uh, you know, getting rid of coaches every couple of years, and that lack of stability hurts you too. So, you know, yeah. the perfect no, world, you're they right. come out with a winning record. Yeah, perfect world, come out with a winning record, win, a, win some decent games. You know, always going to lose a few, but show promise. And then in 2024, I think don't Florida and Miami open up against one another? Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, they do. Be kind <laughs> I mean, of a wow, right? proving game there. Yeah, but who, you know, uh, who puts keep, the schedule together? You're already playing in the I SEC, don't Larry. Know. Yeah, who puts the any SEC of these schedules you play FSU together? FSU and Utah, right? Yeah, well. You know what? Uh, that's the only way you get better. That's how you attract the talent. Uh, I know people sure. want to follow you, Keith. Let everybody know how they can follow you, social media, uh, website, yeah. every, anything that you put out, because a lot of people are going to be interested over the next couple of months. Yeah, I'm going to get a lot of hate mails, what you mean. But on3keith on Twitter, on3keith, and then just gatorsonline.com or on3.com. And, uh, you know, I'm from Miami. I, I'm, I'm a Miami Springs guy, born, born down yeah. there. So I love coming on the show in, uh, in that area. So I appreciate the time, Larry. Don't, hey, you, don't be a stranger. You'll be on plenty. And, Keith, thanks so much. And welcome back to Florida. Yeah, take care, everybody. Thanks for having me. See you. Good, good stuff. Keith Niebuhr, uh, Gators Online, good dude, um, hard worker. And uh, he'll have a lot of things that you uh, Gator fans are going to want to uh, kind of read. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 